You're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio. Available now on Dash Radio. The following program may contain verbiage and views that will offend some listeners. You see, Andrew Fresh Kills Kilgore is a grumpy old man. And me, I don't give a fuck. Yo, this is a bad intro, but like, just just repeat what you just said. I'm recording. Go ahead. What did you just say? You said you're. F-ed. I'm. F-ed. I don't. Night is day. I don't know what f-ing day it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kills and Bio, and this is this is real real podcasting for you. We gotta give you the real. <laughs> so we're both emotional wrecks. We're both uh, on the fringe of society. You were described by corporate as woke, and we have to discuss a few things that have been come down the pike via corporate today. Very important things, and I know it's mostly regarding your behavior vis-a-vis the guests. <laughs> I am Lincoln Bio, uh, my COVID having guest. Who are guests? <laughs> Co-host. Who are you? Who are you? I'm Fresh Kills. I'm here. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm broadcasting live from the kiln. Uh, I'm a sleepless, vampiric. Omnivore, uh, you know. Are we all I'm, omnivores I'm, other I'm than peddling water? Peddling? No. What is it? Treading water over here? Yeah. That's very That's nice. Just, and um, how can the how can the people? Because the uh, the forty seven dollars to Chuck E. Cheese has now doubled down. We did not have a winner last week, so we're now at ninety four dollars. Where can they find you on social media? If they want I'm to at Fresh Kills. Everything at Fresh Kills, F-R-E-S-H-K-I-L-S. Do follow me and see what's going on. Delving in, delve into the uh, the mind of a madman over here. And where can they find you, my friend? At Lincoln.bio. Funny spelling, B-A-I-O. At now, I've Lincoln. been paying attention. Bio. Lincoln.bio. I've been paying attention to what you got going on. And uh, you have a single out. Is that right? You have this new remix out. I've seen. I do. Now available on all streaming platforms. Give it That's- up. With Four Corners and City Fidelia. Ottawa's I haven't listened finest. to it because I, I couldn't care less, but tell the people about what's going on. It's, R- it's R&B. <laughs> just kidding. It's R&B. It's fun. Um, you know, it's just a fun record. Just a good vibe. Uh, uh, a beat produced by uh, super producer Akil Henry, uh, whose name you may not know, but uh, you will all have heard his music by the end of your life. He's that good. Mm-hmm. So it was great to work with him. And, you know, when, um, I, when I look at your bald head and, and your red beard, I think R&B. That's what I do. That's what happens. For sure. This is the look of, uh, yes. of hate and also R&B. <laughs> God. I know. I look in the mirror and I'm like, this is not my self-image, but this is what I've become. As long and as so you're going to run with it. I mean, I think, you know, I think your beautiful wife probably vibes with it. You're a good-looking guy. It's you're handsome, at least, Thank if you. not evil-looking. Yeah, depends. There's something on the sexy about I... evil, though, right? Hundred percent. Right. The bad guys are always the coolest, man. There you go. Out of here. You know what I mean? We talked about the Nazis having cool uniforms. They weren't cool. Oh but... my God, no. No. Okay. We're not doing um, that on our show. All right. Well, let's I talk about it. you and your behavior. So you. 
we're assuming that the guests were 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 pussy pussy, and corporate didn't like it. Did you get that memo from them? Yeah, yeah, I got I got a slap on the wrist uh, for uh, for you know not giving our audience not respecting our audience the way that not I should. In their clout and their game, they have more game than you thought. If you're listening to this podcast, I respect you. Thank That's you. hard to say. Yeah. That was hard to say, actually, but it's true. If you're listening to this podcast, I wonder how or why. And uh, I guess I'm thankful, but I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Like I'm if not the guy, guys. I'm not a nice guy. I, you know all the things that people do, like asking people about their day and shit like that. I don't do any of that. I don't care. I don't care your day is. I don't care. So so don't expect much from me. Just maybe I'll make you laugh. That's my whole existence. I love how it's it's interesting how your sort of like indifference corporate has no problem with your indifference but they have problem with my like they have a problem with my <laughs> legit how, eh? how is that a pro- how how does that make sense because because bro you just gotta <laughs> you gotta fire bullets at everybody and then you know you spray the crowd and then they can't say that you're prejudiced they just say you're a murderer but if i guessed if i had to guess who was going to get complaints from corporate first i mean all my money i, I mean i would have been all chips <laughs> you know what yeah, i'm but saying what, what, what would i say they'd be like uh I'd be like oh yeah oh, okay that's nice. I mean, we did. Get I'm a the Howard note. Stern product guy, my guy. Like that, the whole no. thing is to be on edge with management. That's interesting and it's compelling, and it's always a part of it. Well, so. and speaking of being on edge with management, Raul uh, from corporate said that he attempted to befriend you on Facebook, and you denied him. So obviously, oh, f- you, Facebook is not the place, Raul. You guys are beefing. I see a guy is named right? Raul. Do you know how many Rauls I have in my? <laughs> uh, uh, pending friends, I got tons. Wow! So I'm not. Facebook is not the place. In fact, I haven't gone. I haven't gone on Facebook in in two three weeks. I'm I'm borderline uh, like barring it from my life. It's just you have negative, enough rules in your life, is what you're it's saying. It's just a negative place. It's just negative. It's gross. It's washed I mean, up. It's negative. And then, you know, our data and everything that's going on. You know, Facebook is and Google too, but. You know, and Google and I are certainly in a relationship, unfortunately. But I just don't need it in my life. I, don't I need, need it. it in my life, unfortunately. I do, Facebook? I do a lot of business on Facebook. Yeah, so there's kid. a lot of nerdy shit that goes on. I see why you, <laughs> you guys need to be on there. Hey, no. you, you, you know what I've been thinking about a lot lately? And this only really, <laughs> if you don't live anything. in Toronto. So Canada, Tell weed's legal, anything. everybody. Weed is legal. Yay. And, uh, <laughs> and in Toronto, when it but first boring. became... Yeah. What's boring? That's legal? Weed is legal, but it's freaking boring now. It's so boring. Anyway, go oh, ahead. Oh, weed was never supposed to be exciting. Cocaine is exciting. Right. Weed is not exciting. Uh, so, yeah, okay. So when it first becomes legal, Canada decides, the government decides that they're going to run the weed shops like they run the alcohol stores and limit the number of licenses. But they're just, they just don't have the operation to really make this work. There's supposed to only be five stores in all of Toronto, which mm. didn't work. And so you had all these gray market stores that existed that weren't legal, but they were hoping to get their license. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they get rid of that law, apparently. Now there is a weed store on every corner. It is so stupid. What are these people thinking? And you know, every store has the same thing. They have a dude out front who looks so bored and sad, waiting for someone to come in so he can greet them. There are too many weed stores in the city, bro. What is going on? I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing that's going on. I don't know if you remember reading about this, but I what happened when they legalized it? right is um 
all of these grow operations expanded because there was this feeling that there was going to be great demand, right? And so what happened was uh, they had a huge, huge surplus. So apparently there were out west, which is where a lot of the weed is grown, the, not all, but a lot of the weed, uh, a lot of the marijuana uh, growing operations are out west. They had such an insane amount of surplus that they couldn't move because they overestimated the amount of people selling. And so there's this great surplus. Of course, now that's before COVID. COVID hits and what happens? Alcohol sales are up. Marijuana sales are through through the roof. So what they're what the stores are, you know, the more stores you're having is, is an answer to what do we do with the surplus? Let's sell it. You know, they're going to sell it wholesale cheaper to other stores. Other stores pop up. Now we have COVID businesses back in, you know, in effect because people are sitting at home, you know, crying into their, into their joint rolls, into their, into their bongs uh, and, and smoking away because what else do you do when the world is, is ending and completely, you know, sinking into the ocean. And once you build the store, you all, you, all you got to do is pay rent. I mean, like Smoke your product, you you buy your product and you put it in jars and you sell it in jars. Like it's just, it's pretty simple, but there's just, there's too many. And you know, here's well, the other thing too. Look, weed is like, not that, like, I mean, alcohol is legal, alcohol is poison. So fuck it. There's nothing wrong with weed if that's up. the society we live in. But it's still weed and and you don't see like you know the old adage and it's mostly an american phenomenon of a liquor store and a check cashing place in every corner and that's how you know you're in like a, a bad area so like when there's weed stores everywhere like i kind of don't want that either like what what are we doing here like i'm supposed to buy weed everywhere I, like at any turn like enough there's too fucking many stop it and the, half of them are going to fail get out of here Plus, what? liquor, nobody is a liquor guy. You know what I mean? No, Unless you're a moonshiner, you know? So not only are there too many stores, but some people only use stores. And you Shout can out grow to your those. own. Shout out to all those moonshiners out there. Why do I get the I feeling that if, why do I get the feeling like if you had invested in a weed store that was doing well, I wouldn't be hearing any of this? If yeah. I did anything that was doing well, I wouldn't care. What <laughs> would you? Money talks and bullshit walks, fam. There you, oh. you, Bro, said it, you heard it here COVID. first, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, from the horse's mouth. Bro, COVID's killing my money, man. I, I had a gig next week, 500 cashola, which right now is like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Cancel because of the new uh, gatherings uh, limit. You know who I was just talking to, uh, guest of the show, um, if you guys, um, Uncle Fester from out, out east. And he, they, just had, they just had one of their first kind of real sort of shows uh, with the social distancing and, and policies in place. Um, I guess out in Halifax on the East Coast, they've had very, very few cases. They've had actually zero cases for like a few weeks now. Um, I want to say that's even longer, but they've actually done really well. So they had the first show and Fester actually just said, hey, listen, you know, if, 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 if the East Coast is still, you know, coasting through COVID without any cases, you should come out and stay and, and play shows out here because there ain't no shows in Toronto. Ain't no shows in Montreal. Ain't no shows in Vancouver. Ain't no show. You know, you ain't, no one's crossing borders. Although I just did. <laughs> oh yeah, you did that again. It was my birthday. That's so weird. Oh yeah, happy birthday! Well, I mean, I already said. I already texted you. You told me, yeah. Happy you birthday! You told me how you're, you really felt. But you're looking at else. you're looking up at the the next the next age you're looking up at is that's a big one. That's uh, a mean, big one. I mean, I'm I'm having a, I'm full out midlife crisis. I think it'd be fair to say, full out, panic, crazed, horse eyed. 
I know, and you've already done your wild <laughs> Like, if you hadn't done a bunch of partying, you could get crazy now. You know? I want to say I'm more at peace, but at the same time, there are moments where I'm like, I'm, well, I'm especially more at peace because the whole world is shut down, so it's like the ability to do crazy stuff is also kind of lessened, so the world has sort of dictated that to me. But at the same time, you know, I do have nightmares about, you know, I do have, I mean, I have this thought about like, you know, 15 years down the road of freaking out and, and being like, Oh my God, I've got to like, I've got to like go live on a beach and, and do drugs. And you should live on a beach. You should just probably. go somewhere where you can be the bartender at a beach bar and just go to Barbados or something. Just do yeah. you just fade into the sunset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do that, man. That's okay. Prim the show's fine. Primrock and I used to talk about, like, you know, we'd be touring through some small French beach town, and Primrock would be like, well, I think I'm just going to stay. Like, why would I leave? But he's a bartender by trade. So it was like, we're in this, we're playing this sleepy little bar, and it's beautiful. And, you know, we're on the beach. There's there's beautiful women everywhere. You know, they're, they're, they're feeding us wine and, and, and salads and steaks and wonderful food and and it's like why would we leave you know Premrock will end up there that that'll be his move shout out to Premrock by the way out in New York I've been guest uh, of the show former guest of the I've show. been uh, I've been eyeing a, a a rural life lately you know one day some just some spread my spread my wings well you know COVID has definitely exposed that about not just Toronto but about you know your the urban that's a bad word, I guess now, but living in cities where it's like, why would you, the whole reason to live in Toronto, urban's, for urban's example, a bad word. Yo, f that f brother. Listen to me, bro. <laughs> Words have power. We give them power. We're just word hopping. The word retarded. Everyone hates it. Okay. It's a, it's a bad word. I don't, He's it doesn't sound right. Gentlemen. It doesn't sound triggered. right, but it came from a, like a, a term, a blanket term for all, like really severe mental, uh, uh, it, what's the uh, conditions that He's leave been you triggered, like, unable to take care of yourself or whatever. Here he goes. And it be, and it, it's become a, ne a really negative word. It doesn't sound good when I say it. So I'm not police. like here to defend the re retarded, but the word urban again, a, a word Wait. that inherently is innocent. It was just used in a weird way, but now this word is evil. No, it's just a word. Listen, we've Fuck. talked about it on this show. We talked about it. So, I don't want you to, you know, you, you don't get to relitigate the conversation. All right. Relitigate? Is that yeah. a thing? Is that a word? It's a thing. <sighs> you can be mad. You can have your PC. You can have your little fit. I think people just, PC, it's, it's intentions. It's the mens rea, fam. Mens rea all day with everything. All right. You can have your, like, you can have I call your thing. you, I call you, if I call you, like, when I call you names, you know I'm just a bad person and you know not to take it personally. <laughs> right? The mens rea. There's nothing wrong with you. It's that there's something wrong with me because I'm sad inside. It's all bullies are like that. Well, listen, insofar as you continue to be entertaining and potentially profitable to me, I will continue to put up <laughs> with your bullshit. I got but, your money uh, once. <laughs> but <laughs> That thing we did was good too. But. It was really good. But the point I was making about Toronto is that COVID has exposed and, and really put the question to a lot of people, why would you, obviously, why would you subject yourself to the cost of living here and all the bullshit of living in a big city when the whole point of living here is to be able to go out and hustle and meet people and network right. and build your business? And of course, none of that has been possible for the past six months. And so, you know, 
why, why the hell, you know, and I personally, I've been working remotely. Like I've actually, I don't know how, but I've managed to not just, you know, subsist and survive, but I've actually been able to do pretty well financially with work. We're working, I'm still mixing records. I'm still selling beats. I'm still remixing records. I'm still writing songwriting and producing and teaching even on zoom doing podcasts. So wait, this, this way you're acting now, this is successful, Andrew. This is how you behave and how your emotional homeostasis uh, exists in a happy state of being financially. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not flourishing, but, but Mm. I'm doing, well, I'll give you an example. I mean, February, I was not doing well. January, February were really, really tough months for me. And that the the, the spawn you mean what spawned our show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the it was, months that made us decide to do this. Well, February, I mean, I barely made rent. February, and I'm four. I was I'm 41 two weeks ago. I mean, what the hell am I doing with my life? So, and well, and obviously everything's relative. That's the other thing. Happiness needs to be relative. I mean, I understand how lucky and 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 blessed I am to be able to work at home and still be, you know, I have friends like, well, I, I don't know if I would call you, a fr- you're more of a colleague, I suppose. But anyway, colleagues who, <laughs> who, That's whose fair. livelihood is, I wouldn't call are you completely, if it wasn't for this show. They're completely screwed. I mean, you, you know, you're talking about it. Like my friends that are DJs, not only were their residencies robbed from them, their shows, their tours, their festivals. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm looking at cl- a lot of close friends of mine whose lives have been completely, not just disrupted, but destroyed in a lot of cases. So, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing comparatively, I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm a personal Fresh Kills is an, is an institution in the <laughs> fabric. Like when you tell me, you're like, oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just doing a workshop. I'm like, what a bitch. Like, why don't I do workshops? I'm smart. I, I can do things. Why are people not calling me? But that's because I'm not an institution. I'm just a dude. I'm just a hired gun. Sucks for me too. That's nice. For yeah, I think so. A little bit. Wow. You're a nerd, but you're a nerdy institution. I mean, I appreciate you saying. It's hard to kind of. You have, the thing about that is, and, and you're going to know what I mean when I say this too. You, how do you own it? Because in order for me to make money or be successful or anything, I've got to believe the myth. I've got to believe the lie. That I'm an, mm. I think I think when you say that I think it's total total bullshit. But you know I've got to believe that lie in order to, you know, thing. And what's interesting is that I'm, why would I be more likely to believe that lie than you, who you love believing in bullshit and 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 you know you're you're a seller, you're a salesman. You know you understand oh. that dynamic more than most. So I would I, I you know I I think you I would argue that you'd be in a, you have a better temperament for putting yourself in the teacher role in the mentor role in the mm. but you're also intensely realistic which is maybe your a strength and a down and a, and a, and a weakness too who knows mm. you have to whenever be somebody whenever somebody i don't know thinks i'm cool i get really uncomfortable mm-hmm. it makes me really uncomfortable like me too yeah oh me too because as you know i'm a nerd so when someone thinks i'm cool it's like oh my god this person is really uncool and then on the flip side, because of all the time I've spent skateboarding this summer, I've worried about being cool in front of children. But it's a very interesting. You talk about midlife crisis, and I mean, I'm not that I'm not that much younger than you. I'm 36, but I'm having that because my wife is extremely pregnant. That once the baby comes out, some Life's of my over. youthful pleasures are just exactly in the tank. Uh-huh. So I'm saying goodbye to a version of myself a little later than a lot of people do, but whatever. At the same time, while interacting with the future per- type of person I'm going to have to help create, and 
you know, and I, it just, it's just so f***ing funny, the thoughts that have run through my head. And Kids are scared to talk to people my age, too. I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen that are listening to the show, when I want, I want to, we should take polls, not just Chuck E. Cheese polls, but we should definitely take so a poll on. more than one of us on the show will take, start taking polls. How the sh- yeah, how the show changes once Lincoln Bio becomes a father. Like, I, I want to know. Because- you, mean, you mean it stops? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see. I want to see this. Like, there's a, there's a change for you. It. Ends. I want to see this little Care Bear emerge from you. I want to see this. I want. First uh, of all, I want to see you I'm exhausted beyond. I want to see you totally exhausted and manipulatable, like so that I can. I want to mm. see you on the show, just like just bleary eyed and crazy, because the baby mm. won't let you sleep, and then I get to like bully you around. That's that's the one one thing I'm looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to you probably swearing less because you'll have this whole switch on. I'm also looking forward to. You know, mm. um, you know, maybe a lighter temperament, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit more hard. I'm just mean on here because I. This is my therapy. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. all. Yeah, you're taking it out on our audience, and yet I'm the one getting complaints about not. You know. <laughs> wow. Hey, man. You know, corporate corporate, huh? uh, corporate pays the big dollars. They're throwing, they're throwing things at us. They're throwing sponsorships at us. They're throwing. Contra, they're like, here. Do you want all this this free Guests. swag? We're like, yes. Yeah. Like, do you want an email address? We're like, can I have two? They're like, sure. They're they're doing a lot. They're, I mean, it's it's no, life it, uh, life on Ruckus Ave. Life on Ruckus Ave. You want to come live on this street with us? It, you know, trust me. But you're not allowed. You're not invited. It's Sorry. a rocky road. I mean, the reason why we don't have a guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is because corporate has been you know, trying to give us these, 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 these puppet guests that we're supposed to take seriously. And we decided, you know what, this is a protest show. No, exactly. They also had complaints about the, uh, extent of the diversity that we've been having too many people of different backgrounds, too many genders, too many belief systems are, this is just too much of like, listen, we pay you for white Give us yeah. the white. They want and white. You know what, Ruckus Avenue? We listen to you. Mm-hmm. Bring in the white today. <laughs> <laughs> After I said that, I was like, "How far are we gonna go?" This is the pasty How far show. Are we gonna go? This is this is the toast show for all toast? Of our hardcore this the, fans. This is pre-toast. This is pretty toast. Oh where yeah. Do you, where oh. do you put toast in the toaster? No, you don't. You put bread in the toaster. Put them. Yeah, this is our cream. Hey, you ever get a? You ever? I got a gift, and I don't like it. It's Who's like it from? it's from my buddy. He gave me like a portable. Um, it'd be hilarious if he list if he heard this. It means it's he my birthday. It. Why are you getting gifts? Do you want it? You can have it. It's one of those little portable scratch turntables. Yeah, give it to me. What the hell? New market, and it has a little portable fader. Uh, it's pretty cool. I just, I just, man. Well, I I created a scratch record for that specific format with a with a oh really with Vect, who's also another guest of the show. Imagine I would love I that, man. Yeah, give me give me one of those, bro. What the hell? I have. You, listen, I'll tell you what. I have one of those, but it doesn't have the fader. So I'll trade you that. The fader that's built into it sucks, but the portable fader is lit. I wish this portable fader would work with Ableton because then I get about, a cracking. How about this? I'll trade you an iRig for that uh, portable table. This guy borrows my iRig. <laughs> I didn't Yo, borrow it. I I took it. I, I oh I, I did, did a I did a digital event, a corporate event. 
with uh, with our our friends uh, that Who's you that? worked with. You know, we don't need to name names on here. No, let's name them. Let's talk that. The uh, oh, you don't want to do it because the I I A the I H's and the I H's uh, and it Wait was actually second. pretty good. Are you really pussyfooting around talking about these people? Can we talk about it? Or this, I think or I we, think do my clients. Do I don't think I want my clients mentioned. They they shall remain anonymous. Well, they're not That's my a, clients. So why don't why, what can I talk? Here, shit? So here, here, I'll give you an example. Okay, no, you're just salty. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I know this guy. Who I'm making something up. I know this guy who cheats on his wife and he likes to get choked. Okay, I just said a statement. Very controversial. Now I didn't say the guy's name, which means it could be anyone. That's how you talk. You just don't say names. And then you can say whatever you want. And it can you know be as what? true as you want. See what I'm saying? You're so I don't a actually know scared who likes little to get boy. And you're uh, you know what? you're all the toughness a, on the show. And here bitter? you are. Here you are. Pussyfooting around like a little bitch. You are a bitter, Un- unbelievable, broke ass, end of the road performer. Wow, that's so unbelievable. I can't, I, can't, I can't even. I can't, dude. I'm so broke. Like I can't call somebody broke. Listen, you wanted to be booked by IH when meds were struggling. You were having a crisis about yes, touring, yes. and you're like, I need money. Please tell them to book me now. In fairness to you. I, and they do cool stuff. That thing that I hired you for, we hired uh, uh, Andrew to like take sounds oh, from God. an audience and make a beat out of it. He did a great job. He performed it amazingly. It was great. It was freaking great. And they didn't book it again. It was stupid. Uh, but you're just bitter. And that's that's on you. Okay? So I'm not, I'm not bitter about not getting work. I'm not bitter about them not. I'm I'm the way they've handled their their business is really suspect and there are yeah. it's not just me bro like there's there's a freaking there's suspect of business people. is not getting paid suspect business isn't somebody not hiring you no the suspect thing- business no 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 suspect business is you can't you know you can't negotiate with somebody so you go and find a, a person that does exactly the same thing and pay them less and book them Ooh. okay that's that's shady business. They do that. Shady business is, is trying to dictate the market, which they don't get to dictate. The market isn't what they're dictating. They're underpaying people, okay? They know that. They're, fi- they're going out and finding more desperate people. I wasn't desperate when I was dealing with them, IH. I wasn't desperate, so I wasn't going to take the bullshit because I know the market, okay? Shady business is is looking for someone to undercut somebody else, okay? And listen, listen, you little fucking... <laughs> okay? I'm telling you, these solo shows are the best. Go ahead. I don't disrespect... Listen, I, I'm, and I'm not suggesting... I don't want to necessarily, and I'm not trying to pussyfoot around myself here and say, you know, they're allowed to do business any way they want. I get what you're saying there, but, you know, I'm not the only one that's... I'm not the only one that has some 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 things to say about the way they conduct their business and it's, it is what it is. And for those of you that want to know who we're talking about, you can, uh, you can follow us on IG at fresh kills, F R E S H K I L S at Lincoln dot bio. And you can DM us if you're interested and, and we'll tell you all about it. Well, he'll tell you, I ain't telling you. If you DM me, I'm going to call you a weirdo and keep it moving. Okay. Look, bro, listen, 
Those who um, are sought out can dictate the terms. You know what I mean? A lot of exactly. DJs get shit confused. A lot of DJs think, uh, think you know, they have a leg to stand on with regards to rage. I was approached. I ain't doing I didn't it for this. I ain't doing it for that. No, but that's what I'm saying. I didn't, you know. But I you were approached. approached. You were approached. So, you, you, what you need to do, you, you need to detect amateur incoming and block it from the start because you you had the vibe you knew it wasn't a they didn't come to you with a contract fresh kills is a known entity and everybody knows what you do so if they don't know what you do it should never then that is a thing we should all understand that we should never have to uh uh, describe what we do to somebody who's trying to buy it if they don't know what it is they're probably not going to buy it because it's not going to be cheap and they're not going to understand why it's price worth it's the same thing with you they just don't get it they don't get you. It sucks. No it's so weird. Me. It's you very look, weird that you, they would get, get beatboxing as much as uh, they do. But the pro- the difference is that is um, it, it's very clear how what you're seeing is being generated. With you, when I see you play sometimes, I'm like, I see your hands moving, and I don't hear any slip of the beat. And I'm like, is this guy playing a loop? Is he a, like, what is going on? But you're not. You're just... You're just like, it's, it is so dialed in. You got to watch this guy. I don't know if you guys like look at what we do, but you got to look up Fresh Kills on YouTube and watch the man work. He's fucking awesome. I gave the guy a lot of because he's a bitch, but he's really good at his job. So COVID needs <laughs> you know to what? off. Flattery. You know what? COVID Flattery. for COVID. If you're compromised, you stay home. How about that? And the rest of us will go outside there you go. and then we'll give it to each other. Well, listen, I appreciate you saying, but flattery will get you a lot pretty far with me, but what it won't get you is, uh, is me to necessarily agree with you on the basis. But I will say, I do, I do get what you're saying, uh, and I do think it's a weird time, right, where you know DJs, for example, I don't think DJs are appreciated for what they do. We've talked about that on this show. Um, I My main guy who runs the clubs I play at? Yeah. And I'm going to say his name because I don't give up. Kirby. Shout out Kirby. Kirby gets it. And he and I have a groove right now. I'm in two of his venues and I'm possibly a third coming up. So it's nice when you find someone who does understand. Because I've worked in clubs that don't, you know. And yeah. you got to treat people like that right. You know what I mean? No doubt. Like, no doubt. I got to be loyalty is like, loyalty is a crazy thing. You learn about loyalty. Being a contracted uh, person as a, as a employee is a, is a great lesson in loyalty because uh, you just don't get called back. If you break the code and whatever the code is, you literally it's gone. Whereas if you're a full-time employee somewhere, you can be like just okay. And you might get to stick around for a long time or whatever, you know? So I want to bring up uh, just because I agree with you entirely, but so for example, uh, just, just quickly, there's another podcast run by Joe Budden. It's a very famous podcast, does really well. Mm-hmm. And Joe Budden's podcast, you know, it, it's really, really successful, right? Millions and millions of listeners, millions of views on YouTube. And he was approached. Now, Spotify, what they've been doing is they've been buying up podcasts. They bought up Joe Rogan's podcast famously a couple of months ago. Uh, they did a $100 million deal for, for Joe Rogan, which, of course, he took because he's not an idiot. And um, yep. now Spotify, apparently they did the same thing and approached Joe Budden's podcast. And um, what happened was they, 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 they wanted to buy the podcast, but they didn't want um, Joe, and they didn't want certain issues discussed. There was like 
there were certain things, especially about streaming, because of course the issues about streaming on Spotify are particularly, um, you know, adverse towards musicians. They're not, they're not necessarily like musicians really don't get paid very well. So anyway, point was they tried to buy the podcast and Joe Rogan said no. And Rogan said no about, Joe Budden getting picked up? No, they turned down the deal. They got they got no, offered. You, you a said deal. Joe Rogan. You mean you mean Joe Budden, Joe Budden said. Sorry, Joe Budden got offered a deal, and said no. And then of course, yeah, because censorship is, is not a thing. You can't have that. That's the anti-podcast uh, thing. Now it's it's a shift well, in the landscape because podcasts were this freedom fest thing, but now the real money is involved because because it's 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 a. a platform that's really taking off right uh when once money gets involved then people have a say you know unfortunately well here's what's interesting and 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 what i should be fair to say is that some of the details of that deal weren't weren't have not been have not come out so when i say something like when i say you know joe budden they were you know they were asked to not say certain things i don't necessarily know that but what i do know i i'm only i'm extrapolating from what he said about the deal but the, the the point is this though is that after them turning down the deal all of a sudden, all these stories started coming out about how they don't do business well, about how they, their business isn't handled properly and how they're bad at business and blah, 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 blah. Spotify? No, Joe Budden. About how Joe Budden's bad at business. Exactly, because they're turning down big deals. And Joe's, like, and Joe's response to that was, yo, this, if you think some of this stuff is about money, you're dead wrong. And the reason I'm bringing that up is that I got offered a deal by the people that we're talking about and the money wasn't right. It just wasn't right. No matter how you slice, it doesn't matter. It wasn't right. And I said, no. And unfortunately what comes out of this, what comes out of these types of things is, Oh, kills doesn't handle his business. Right. Or you're not good at this, that now, it's not to say I don't handle my business right, first of all. I really don't. I, I, I'm not going to be the first to argue that, but what I would say is, you know, money isn't everything. And, like, you know, we've got to have some kind of level of it can't be about it – can't, it can't always be about that. It can't be about – because I've heard things. I've heard things said about me come through other, other avenues you know, about me not having, like it's, it's happened to me in the past where people have criticized the way I do business. And first of all, it comes from people that don't do my business, that don't understand my business. It's similar to what you're talking about. It's like the people that understand your value as a DJ and have loyalty to you and understand what you have to go through to put on a good party or to like DJ a good show or whatever it is, you know, you've got to value, like, if somebody else came to you, for example, and, and wanted to give you more money than this, this particular person is giving you, you, and you were to look at it and go like, okay, this guy's going to give me a playlist and I'm going to have to do other, you know, money isn't going to be everything that you factor into that decision. You know what I'm saying? And so I just resent, I resent that kind of mode of thinking, that way of thinking where it's like, if I don't take the deal with a lot of money, that means I'm bad at business. You know, business isn't, you know, the way business is conducted is not always about the bottom line. And it's not always about now. There's a longer term, there's a longer term issue. You talk about me being institution. I'm an institution not because I've necessarily done good business. You know, I'm an institution because of the way that I've continued to conduct my art and my and myself and like what I've continued to do and that I'm still here. 
You know what and I mean? Like I have not made the money that I could have made at certain points. I've turned down, I've gotten into arguments with people about turning down deals. Not, not the people, not the people that we're talking about in this thing. I, I, there, there's, there's decisions that I made in the past where I was like, I made mental health decisions. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get involved with these people because if I show up to work, show up to work with these people every day, I'm going to get beaten down mentally until I can't take it anymore. And I'm going to show up with a freaking machine gun, like where I'm literally going to, you know what I mean? So I just resent some of this, like this, this talk about business where it's, it's all about bottom lines we can't be about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously would we be doing the show if corporate wasn't, you know, greasy Throwing the money at us? I don't know. No, we I wouldn't. think we would. I wouldn't. I think I would. we would be. No, I'm here for the money. I'm only here for the money right. and the fame. I'm here for That's the money and the fame that Ruckus Avenue provides me. I mean, That's you're looking at the you. room. You're looking at the room that I'm in right now, and you see the artwork. You see the mantle full of rare artifacts. You see the photos of the places I've traveled um, throughout the world. And it's all Ruckus. It's all Ruckus. I, I have to credit Ruckus Avenue Radio and Dash Radio because, you know, Ruckus is like a child of Dash Radio. Ruckus is like the... Mm-hmm. DJ like Ski. The, DJ Ski. Not to be confused with DJ Ski. <laughs> or Ski <laughs> or the Beats. Other ski. Yeah. ski Beats. Not that was him. funny. That's funny. <laughs> you thought that was the case. I did a beat battle on Ski Beats' IG because I thought that he was DJ Ski who runs Dash Radio. And... I found out later that, you know, I know that I'm an idiot. <laughs> you could have told me that probably a lot sooner though, huh? Uh, I float through life. You know I didn't that. have to go through all that. You could have told me I was an idiot. You know that. Uh, You're a colleague. Colleague. <laughs> hey, uh, I, got a, I got a WhatsApp from a colleague saying something about a Russian. Listen to this. This is fucked. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's real. You can tell me if you think this is real. Uh, I volunteered for the vaccine trials for COVID-19 in Toronto, which apparently were made by a Russian pharmaceutical company. I received my first shot on Monday and wanted to let everyone know that it's completely safe with no side effects whatsoever. And that I feel, and then it just, oh, it's a joke. I'm an idiot because it, (laughs) it, it says, it says, it says, and I feel, and the word feel is starting to melt into Russian, like, uh, letters. Sanskrit. I feel like it just starts to go into it. So it's it's sort of like that uh, that meme, that hilarious Avengers meme, where the guy's like fading into nothing because Thanos. Let this be a lesson to our listeners: reading comprehension, the importance of reading comprehension, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, so many messages, so little time. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I think of like. Oh yeah, we already talked about Facebook. I just got back from the States and I wanted to talk a little bit about my trip. Oh, go ahead. I was on this, the flight, the American flight versus the Canadian flight. Here's the difference. The flight from Denver to Chicago on my way home, because I, I had to stop over in Chicago on my way to Toronto. Denver to Chicago, packed flight, packed to the tits. Like, there's no social distance, nothing. They're doing fruits, food service. They're doing everything, right? Get on, get on my flight from Chicago to Toronto socially distanced flight they refuse to do food service okay so i'm sitting on the flight they're like we're not going to do food service today because we don't feel that we can do it safely during this pandemic me and i'm like i'm freaking out because on the chicago flight from denver i'm like eating pretzels and drinking orange juice like i'm like a mother and like all of a sudden i'm like oh my god 
you know, the Canadians don't feel like they can, you know, offer it for, you know, safely. And meanwhile, I was enjoying it on the, on the way to Chicago. Um, the Americans don't give a flying F-bomb about anything but taking our money and getting us on and off flights. Well, there's a lot more at stake when that country stops working. There's a lot more people, a lot more people. It's a lot more at stake for that country to lie dormant. And a lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot more people, uh, you know, middle or lower class that don't have a bankroll to just sift through as they pay their rent and watch Netflix all day. So it's a different, it's a different circumstance. They're kind of addicted to their freedom situation. You know, Hey, if the border stays closed, I say, let them, you know, have theme parks open, do whatever they want. And they, they could be the testing ground to see what really happens. Um, but you know, that's crazy. Well, yeah. Pack was, flight. Was, eh? That's I mean, be I'm not a doctor, but I can't imagine how that's safe or yeah. I don't know. I mean, I had a woman, they were trying to get off the flight because the flight was late. So there were people were going to miss connections. And so there's this woman like leaning on me, like leering over me and touching me. And I'm like, I'm trying to get away. And meanwhile, I got this fat guy next to me. So his big arm is across. So I'm just jammed in there. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, let, let alone every time I ate a meal out, when I was in the States or in the airports or whatever the hell I was at, you know, you're kind of thinking, you're like, I don't know. Like, is this place safe? Are the cooks safe? Are they doing their, are the waiters being safe? Like, I don't know. Like every time you go out, you're putting your life in, in people's hands. And, you know, it was, it was definitely uh, kind of harrowing at times, depending on your level of paranoia, which, you know, my ebbs and flows, um, <laughs> as you know. Yeah. <laughs> Would I do it again? For my girl, yes, I would. But if I caught COVID, that would be tough. That would be t- it. Would be tough to see that as a successful trip. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I would say packed would say. to the titties. So you had a gig the other night. What what does that look like now? What I have gigs every week. I have okay, gigs, what does a gig tonight? Look like? Are they distanced or what are they doing? Like, how are you they, doing a gig? It starts off distance. <laughs> Doesn't and then really it just end. gets crazy because you. No, nah, I right mean you know they. Uh, you get them riled up. You know, uh, no, no, no bar service. Um, you know, bottle service only in some places. Masks, all staff. Um, you know, this is this is the club scene. These are people who have money. Uh, uh, let's just call it uh, uh, leisure, leisurely uh, income that they disposable need. Disposable income. Disposable income they need to spend. It cannot sit idle. So they're <laughs> going to go out and spend it. And that's where I come in. I mean, you know, I'm getting paid less. Why is that? Because um, because because uh, the they're just yeah, the, the, everything's less. You know, and uh, I'm not. It's at least nice to know that I'm not being singled out. That's what everybody's getting, you know, but, uh, it's cool. I don't know. I I have no clue. You sound excited about it. What I know it's, it's well, you know, like a party is supposed to be limitless in a sense, right? It's supposed to be jump as high as you can go that night, you know, in terms of the excitement and the connections with everybody. And when there's a limit on the party, you know, fuck, fuck, Oh yeah, but I didn't tell you. I didn't really explain how my digital corporate thing was, which it's weird. I don't like digital DJing, but I'm pretty good at it. 
Like, cause it's like, I treat it like a podcast almost, you know, like I talk What's a lot. digital DJing? I, like DJing, like stream, streaming DJing, oh, digital DJing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not but like for, for like that type of format, I crushed it. I did great. I made a little game and people played along and you know, when I'm in the club, I'm so scared to talk on the mic. I'm like, hi guys, uh, put your hands <laughs> up, please. Did you have a video of the dance floor? Could you see what was going on or no? No dance floor. It was like a it was like a thousand person conference that ended the day. They had six rooms that they could uh, choose, and I was one of them. And, you know, they probably had some flute motherfucker in one of them, and a banjo, and me, and somebody playing spoons. Nice. Yeah. Spoon man. Yeah, your energy's up, man. What's going on? The uh, I just B12? hit a wall, dude. Where off I need to what? eat something. I need to eat something. I'm rattled. I'm rattled subliminally. Lately. Like I, I, I got all these feelings. I'm usually so aware of the things that are on my mind, and I mean, I could list all the things that are stressful. Obviously, like baby on the way, and mm-hmm. not having a job beyond November fifteenth. Uh, you know, uh, a little stressful. That's at least nothing. not a full time job. Yeah, but uh, they don't. Yeah, it's hard to know how they impact you, you know, in the moment right now. It's just a general th- thin blue line. That doesn't you're make taking sense. the punches. You're sort of you're taking them. You're you're, you're rocky in round ten. You're not sure what the. What I'm the supposed to be. This is I'm supposed to be building a nest egg, and this would have been the ironic thing too is leading right into December when my baby is due. Those are the months that I make my big money. That's my corporate gig session where I'm hustling my ass off, you know, sort of like how like a, a certain venues make all their money off a of patio in the summer. Like this is my cash couple months and it would have been that lean. I would have been feeling great, you know, like I really built up this money that we could have saved and that's not the case. And, you know, I'm looking at a, a winter where it's like, do I do a job that's hard, but at least I don't feel like a dork or do I do some dorky job where I have to pretend to be in a good mood all day and greet people at a fucking weed store because there's a thousand of them? I don't want to do that. Mm. Do that. What should I do, guys? Uh, here's what I think you should do. I think you should. I think we need to get Raul on the horn, and corporate needs to give you a raise, or we lose the sh- or they lose the show. Well, I think we got to play hardball, man. It's hard when we're paid in stock. That's another thing we haven't really mentioned because you're gonna cash right, out. It's like Ryan, you're bra- you're you're bragging about about uh, all these opportunities that you're getting from Ruckus and all this. You're thriving, and then you're talking about being broke. Yeah, it's futures. We're paid in futures. We are. Is- it's like you know, home hardware or whatever. Like we're also homeowners. We're all, like but, that's Ruckus Avenue. Right. Every what Ruckus is Avenue Ruckus hosts. Avenue without us? That's really the question. Yo, way less cool. Listen, I, I see white. some of the I see the posters that come up of all the other acts, and they look they look fine, but those people were I've raised. Listened to some. They were raised really well. Do you know what I mean? Like, how interesting can you be with a really? And I was raised well too, but I'm just in. A, I'm a ginger, so I'm a psycho. But how how interesting could you guys really be when you look that nice and friendly and like I'm so I'm still regretting that I smile in my photo for them. I shouldn't be. Life ain't sweet. I mean, you know. I, I listen to some of the shows. I I, I, I there's 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 a, f- a couple that I dig. Um, I dig Abe uh, Dandekar. I like his talk show. He's an older cat, you know. I like what he's doing. Shout out to him. Uh, I like the Word. plug, you know. Cool. Uh, they play some. They play some different stuff. They're they're kind of a fun crew. I I, I saw a female artist, hip hop artist, claiming to be the. 
top brown girl in LA in her song. Did you see that one? I forget. I'm not sure. Is that is that Cass Jerome? She's got the pretty good for a girl with no talent show, which I which I think is a hilarious name. Oh, that's the name. I thought you were referring to it that way. I'd be like, geez. No, that's That's what she calls herself. Which I kind of respect. This 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 girl was really boisterous in her music video, so I don't know if that would be her. That would seem. That would seem incongruent if she had a track talking about being the top girl in a brown girl in LA. Uh, yeah. And then having that name, the self-deprecating name. Don't know. Well, there's also, there's DJ Yuri and uh, DJ Artifacts, uh, which is the, it's bigger than hip hop show, which I think is a lie. Cause it's not, it's everything. There's nothing bigger than hip hop. You guys are much concerned. smaller than hip hop. Yeah. Well, we all are. And there's nothing bigger than hip hop. I don't, I don't like hip hop. No? Wow. Listen, guys. You heard it here first, folks. Listen, guys. I like the sonic elements. But if I think some people need to just be really honest about who they are and where they came from. And I'm talking about all the drug and all that other shit talk. I won't get too heavy into it, but that's just not who I am. And a lot of you guys, like you know, like like it's not who you are either. And it's like pretty bad what they're talking about. Like pimp culture and violence are very bad. And it's pretty much the only genre. Well, no, like there's some others that have it heavy too, but it's one of the big culprits. Mm. And I I mean, listen, like that rock music and heavy metal I listened to and all that back in the day. I mean, I don't know what the hell they were talking about. But making not making sense, it fits a lot more in my worldview than being extremely fearful of everyone around you and using violence as a but, I mean, normal mumble thing. Rap and, is pretty and, nonsensical. Yeah. Yeah, some of it. Yeah. It's pretty punk rock. We talked about that. <sighs> yeah, I just I mean, but I don't know, man. I don't know. We all just gloss over it. We just gloss right over it. It's so weird. It's such a weird The misogyny's thing. really getting to you, huh? All of it. The violence too, man. What's going yeah. on here? That's not my life. That's not your life either, people out there listening. Most of you, you don't live in that world where everyone around you is violent with no, each other constantly the, and everyone's carrying weapons and, 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 that, and that's the ethos. I'm talking about the ethos. Yes. Right? Because music is like a podcast in the sense that they're, they're telling a story or they're, they're telling people this is what life is like from their perspective. Or, but they, they say it in like a very universal term some ways. They're, they're, and and it's, it's influential. You know, I don't think it. Ma- I don't think though it makes people do shit. I don't think it makes kids who have a good upbringing go out and get a gun and shoot people up. I don't believe that. Crazy people just do crazy shit. But I'm just saying it's just it's just not. You know, I, it's just not authentic to my life and a lot of people who listen to it. And I think it's kind of weird. Well, okay, you know? I've talked on the show about how you know I'm. I never got. I never like gangster rap because I'm. I, I'm not on safari. You know, what I mean, I don't like to go on hood safari. That's that's my thing. Like gangster rap doesn't speak to me, so I don't, you know, but I'm but that's the kind of listener I am. You know, there are people that aren't, you know, that aren't like us that live that listen to the show because they want to they they want to know and hear us talk about what we talk about because of who we are and where we've been and our that the the culmination of our experiences. And so I get that to some degree and I don't want to diss anyone necessarily that likes to kind of, you know, because we all like these we all like to peer into the windows of things that are different from us you know it's a learning experience but it's also like there's a fetishization of it which i that's what i'm reacting to but uh i would say that i i'm 
it's funny to hear you say that because I feel that way all the time. Like when I, when I look at the KOTD scene, I see a lot of guys that aren't about it trying to be about it. That's my feeling of it. You know, when it comes to like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of dudes on safari in that scene for me, just from what I'm viewing, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of DJs that are trying to, there's a lot of fronting. People are fronting. And like some of that's okay. You know, like obviously we're, if you're in entertainment, you got to entertain people. You got to put on some kind of shtick. There's got to be some gimmick to some degree, but like, um, I'm just, it's interesting to hear you say that because again, for, I've, I've always felt that way. I've like, I've always felt when I listen to this rap and then they're talking about drugs and women and, and, and drug and drugs and women and guns and stuff. It's like, no, I don't understand any of that stuff. I'm also not essential. I'm not all that fascinated with it either. You know, like I suppose I would be more fascinated, you know, like if I was an incel, I would probably love music that talked about banging women because that's no, you'd love music that talks about beating women. <laughs> that's what those well, guys, those guys, they, they, they are not, they've turned off the sex. That's the whole point of involuntarily celibate. Wait, no, involuntarily. So they haven't. But I, I don't think that they think they're getting laid. They're they're angry at women. I think no, but they're watching more. porn all the time because they're like they're they're doing this like they're on safari, right? They're like they're they want to go online and and you know by proxy have the experiences that they can't have in their own lives, um, and that's sort of what gangster rap was for middle white America. You know, I'm, it's like I'm just just saying like that culture, which like I think you is list- bunk. But. Like when you listen, like I I don't know, man. I I, I just uh, you know I I, f- I feel like an old man when I say this shit, but it's just uh, just a lot, man. It's a lot. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a mother. I have a wife. You know, women are like have been such a huge part of my life, and just the way like they're referred to in records is crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's oh, gonna be a to- shitty. It's gonna be shitty. When uh, when you're, you're a dad all and you just sixty, no, when you're sixty years old, they were like, "Oh, <laughs> why don't we uh, why don't we throw on some of that music we used to live back in the day? Oh, we're gonna put on K Lo K by Tory Lanez. Hey, yo, bitch, suck my dick! Like, <laughs> you're yeah. not gonna do it. You're not. You're I'm not gonna my- listen to your formidable music ever again because no. it's gonna be like, what the hell is this shit? What were we doing? I mean. I listened to Two Life Crew a couple months ago. Oh, and that's at least funny. The production is unbelievable. I listened to it for the beats. I was like, the production on this thing is super, un- very unsung production on those records. But I remember my friend Jay Busy. Shout out Jay Busy, by the way, East Coast legend out there. He, uh, I remember him telling me a story about how he's like when he had his first kid and he was playing Biggie records. And he was like, I can't play Biggie records for my son because... There's just too many n bombs. There's too many b words. There's too. There's too much. There's too many things I can't explain, and I can't. I can't have this stuff normalized. I can't have him normalize this language, you know. But I, you know, at the same time, I feel like we're moving towards things. I think, you know, you would definitely be a proponent and a supporter of this, which, you know, the idea that like, you know, can we? Can we listen to this stuff? Can we still appreciate it for what it is despite all these things? I mean, like, let's, like, we can't, you know, you can't take Biggie off of his pedestal simply because 
we live in a more woke era, you've got to, you still got to like respect his lyricism and respect his sound and everything. I, I else. just think that, I think that the griminess of the older era made like, like it, it's, it's like uh, the modern era is like the Gucci bullet, you know what I mean? And like a Versace uh, misogyny. Do you know what I mean? It's like luxurious negativity. In yeah. the big era, it's New York, it's grimy, it's street, it's the dirt on the road, it's the rats, it's the fucking, you know what I mean? That, like, like, and, that, and that makes sense. But now it's this clout, luxury, it's weird, you know, skinny jeans and a Gucci side bag and, you know, I shoot some guy and I drive away in an Uber, you know? Like, it's just weird. It's just different. Doesn't yeah. serve me. I mean, I feel we, like, yeah. We got one more minute left. Let's not go over it this time. Make you have to edit shit. No, well, I'm going to have to edit all of our F-bombs and shit, but no, I would, I would, I would say... In I conclusion. Just, yeah, in conclusion, I would say that, uh, um, you know, there's, there's going to come a time where we can look back at these things and, like, and listen to them for what they are. Not, not, you know, we're not going to judge Plato's Republic by how chauvinist it is. It's still a work of art. But, um, but yeah, I appreciate... Listen, respect I Respect women. Our, respect Don't women. Don't talk and, negatively. You know, just, just respect them. Yeah. If you I want don't to thank want them audience. to talk, you're a weirdo. Yeah, I want to thank our audience for tuning in and putting up thank with, you. Our, with our crap. Um, it does yeah, there's a been lot some that, ebbs and flows on this one. And I appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, but definitely do follow us. And you know, if you guys want to hear some some things or you guys want to have, if there's certain people you'd love to have us have on the podcast, let us know. You know, Let us know do what that. we're doing. Let us know what you like. We appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate mm-hmm. Ruckus Avenue Radio for having us. Thank yeah. you, Raul, for paying the bills. Thank you, Lincoln Bio, for, you know, continuing to be on brand with his jerkness. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Next week. Bye.
this is Lincoln Bio. Listen to Ruckus Avenue Radio at dashradio.com and download the Dash Radio app for complete access 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to our station.